Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox, and I'd like to welcome you to the Daily Compliance News. The Daily Compliance News is an offering of the Compliance Podcast Network. October 11th, 2019, the SFO Delays Edition. First up from the FT, the OECD plans to reform company tax uh, abroad issues. The business and tax experts broadly welcome the OECD proposals to allocate a share of big multinational global profits to be taxed on the basis of sales in different countries. The proposal would give countries two new taxing rights. First, for consumer-facing companies and digital businesses, it would allow countries to tax a proportion of the global profits of the large multinationals, ending the ability to shift profits to escape taxation. Second, uh, would <coughs> propose that companies that host multinationals with a physical presence, there should be a formula to generate a fixed rate of return on local activity in the country because of many of the disputes of areas uh, which rise in the area of distribu- distribution. There could be a top-up of these two elements produce revenues that were less than a country had previously received. Next up, from the Washington Post, uh, Deutsche Bank has said they do not have the president's tax returns. In a court order, um, <clears throat> the uh, Court of Appeals has said that Deutsche Bank has told the court it does not have in possession Trump's personal tax returns. Uh, This is certainly uh, inconsistent with prior uh, judicial announcements or judicial admissions by Deutsche Bank. Nevertheless, the disclosure came in an order from the New York-based Court of Appeals, which considering whether Trump can block subpoenas from two House committees seeking years of personal financial documents from Deutsche Bank. It would seem uh, uh, antithetical to legal process if there are no taxes there, that Trump can somehow block these. So we will continue to take a look at this story going forward. Next up, from the Wall Street Journal, the EU is looking to tweak the method for compiling dirty money blacklists. A new proposed methodology follows concerns about transparency in the previous process for designated high-risk countries. The EU is working on a new approach for flagging countries with weak anti-money laundering laws. A new methodology is aimed at addressing these concerns. The EU is required to pair directives adopted by the bloc to identify countries that are susceptible to moving uh, dirty money, but creating a blacklist has proven to be politically fraughtful. The prior blacklist was rejected by member states following pushback from Saudi Arabia. Uh, and uh, the U.S. because some U.S. territories were on it. Huzza, huzza. And finally, our lead story from the Wall Street Journal. A new report uh, on the uh, U.K. Serious Fraud Office has uh, talked about the case delays in uh, uh, that have uh, bedeviled the SFO. The amount of time uh, has taken uh, literally years. It's a report released by Her Majesty's Crown Prosecuting Service Inspectorate, which reviewed six randomly selected SFO cases. While the SFO caseload is has remained relatively constant, the um, report found that uh, high turnover and lack of funding coupled with high uh, degrees of document review needs and data analytics, 
uh, in the forensic side have um, really uh, slowed down the SFO. Uh, a case with a low priority um, could languish literally for years. Um, after deciding to accept a case, the SFO took too long to define the parameters and allocate resources to the investigation. Of course, Lisa Osofsky, the uh, unlikely American running the SFO, claimed that the SFO is very good at what it does, but this report, I think, shows that um, resources uh, have been strangled to the SFO from the UK government, uh, indicating a real lack of uh, desire to aggressively prosecute cases around uh, bribery and corruption going forward. I hope you have a great weekend. Thanks for listening.